This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, yesterday we made mention of this piece in the New York Times about Lou Taylor. The former, well, the former manager or part of the management team of Britney Spears. Uh, They did this piece in the New York Times. Our homework was to read it. We both read it. Am I right, Bradley? Yes. And And it was a lot. Um, But it really just sounds like Lou Taylor's uh, initial $40,000 investment into the world of Spears paid off. I'll tell you what that means in a moment. But at least it paid off until now. What follows is based on a New York Times piece about Louise Taylor, Louise M. Taylor. I think it's M. Anyway, Louise Taylor. Lou, they call her in the business. She is the head of something called TriStar. We're on that in a bit. But essentially, um, way back in the day, in 2008, she uh, made a loan to one Jamie Spears. Mm -hmm. That is the father of Britney Spears. And that $40,000 loan seems to have paid off to the tune of millions of dollars. And what you then learn in this piece is just the story about how she ingratiated herself with the Spears family, inevitably convinced Jamie Spears, if you believe the article, or at least it leads you in that direction. And let's just say, because she likes to sue the crap out of people who say otherwise. Yeah. Allegedly, (laughs) all of what you're hearing is alleged (laughs) or can be uh, supposed and postulated about after reading this article. She ingratiates herself with the Spears world and is rewarded handsomely for it. The thing that you that you really realize in stark contrast when you read through this um, story about Lou Taylor and her involvement with the Spears family is you, you realize how easy it is or how easy it seems to be, allegedly, for... People who understand the finer mm, loopholes of financial planning and and financial laws Mm -hmm. to make more money doing funny things, Mm -hmm. right? Because she split off parts of the company or her entertainment group to do financial planning. And then those two sort of, pieces of Britney's estate were in bed together. And then the foundation funded another um, another charity that she was involved with. And there were all these like funnels that she set up allegedly for that money to flow through that really all well, came back to her. Yeah, and that's not even alleged. That that's actually, like, is, that actually that's happened. Yeah. So um, in the article lays out very clearly 
uh, a case, I think, against Louise Taylor. And it talks about how under California rules, a conservator must avoid any personal business or professional interest or relationship that is or reasonably could be perceived as self-serving uh, or adverse to the best interest of the conservatives. So what that means is, like, if you're the conservator, you can't um, be jumping into bed with people that uh, in the conservatorship that are going to benefit you financially. Well, mm-hmm. not long. I mean, again, just to reiterate, in 2008, uh, she makes a loan to Britney's father for $40,000 because he was struggling financially. She got involved, it seems like, with Jamie Lynn first and then Jamie, which is weird. Like, it's weird to me how, I mean, I think I understand why if you're Lou Taylor, you know, low-hanging fruit, right? Like, if you want Britney Spears, the best thing to do is to start showing her and her family what you're capable of. And you can do that with uh, your Tri-Star Sports and Entertainment Group. You work with Jamie Lynn and then... Curiously, although nobody really understands why she starts mm-hmm. working with Jamie, but at a time when As he was client. struggling, yeah, he he basically was um, a restaurant worker, caterer, mm-hmm. and she was representing him and made a forty thousand dollar loan. And literally, literally, I think it was I don't remember exactly how many months, but a number of months uh, after he she made that loan to him. That the conservatorship goes into effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After consulting with the owner of the company, TriStar Sports and Entertainment, uh, James Spears had his daughter placed into a conservatorship. Uh, not long after that conservatorship commences, accounts for Brittany are opened at an obscure Tennessee firm called Stonebridge Wealth, which we have found uh, since. Lou Taylor co-founded and co-owned and mm-hmm. then went on to sell and was like, we don't do anything again. You can read the article and form your own conclusions about right. what you think. But like, if you just go back to the under California judicial rules, the conservator must avoid any personal business or professional interest or relationship that could reasonably be perceived as self-serving. He owed her money at the time that he hooked her up yeah. with work via his daughter's conservatorship. So it just stinks. Whether that legally is a case, we'll find out. But certainly, I think the New York Times did a good job of laying all this out. And again, um, it it just, it it seems obvious to me that they need to keep digging because it just seems so obvious that Lou Taylor saw a cash cow, tried to milk it. Exactly. Tried to milk the cat or did successfully milk the cash cow. And and there's just all sorts of other fascinating things, which, by the way, I think would make for a great uh, documentary series. So TikTok. Well, uh, seriously, this I want to see. Like, I want this, you know, docu-series, this 10 part docu-series where we get the whole history of Lou Taylor and her involvement with the Spears family. And what's so amazing to me, I, I guess, like. Rule number one of illegal money management, don't act like you're illegally managing money, right? Yeah. She continues to just show up, you know, festooned in opulence wherever she goes, um, as though none of this is actually going on. Um, But they've been playing with the house's money, all of them, for over a decade. And I really, truly think it would have, well, it would have gone on. If had they had she not had Brittany not successfully argued to have the conservatorship ended, 
this would still be going on for who knows how long. And they were just not hoping to not get caught, allegedly. And TriStar Entertainment uh, was making a lot of money off of her tours and all that kind of stuff. But then once she was like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. That's when they made this arrangement, allegedly, supposedly, between um, Jamie Spears and uh, TriStar that TriStar would just get $500,000 a year at a time when she's not doing anything. So it's not, that is, Britney is not doing anything. So Mm -hmm. it's not clear, like, why do you need $500,000 if you're not actually doing anything? Right, because she's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And that money also went to hire um, that security. They've, like, used that money, um, as it's told in the article anyway, that money to um, go after people... uh, who question, Mm -hmm. you know, that is actual free Britney supporters. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has on a granular level through her, you know, attorneys gone after bloggers, Mm -hmm. free Britney people on the internet. I mean, you got to ask yourself why. I mean, I understand it's her reputation. I imagine that's what her argument would be. But at the same time, like you have to pick and choose. And I always think you place, you know, you spend money on the things that are important to you. So clearly, you know, people are getting to her by saying these things, right? which makes me think that the people in charge should be investigating that because that is not like, if you're not guilty, why are you acting guilty? And to your previous point about how she uh, has a tendency to get real litigious, um, she basically forbid anybody who worked for TriStar Entertainment to speak to New York Times, even though they reached out to just about everybody they possibly could. Yeah. Um, people were afraid to speak out mm-hmm. because they were afraid of legal retaliation. Yeah. So that's another, you know, that's another way you can wield power with money uh, and just tell people plain and simple, you will get in gigantic trouble mm-hmm. if you say a word. And so people aren't talking and nobody's able to say anything. I do think though, you know, there's enough fishiness. Again, there's um the the financial records that were turned over to the court that had that nickel dimed the smallest little things, like a cookie for eight dollars and eight cents or something like that. Yeah. Um, little tiny expenditures, but they are not able to account for many major expenditures. Yeah. So it's almost like, again, there was some care put into trying to hide some of that it's money just, movement in plain sight. It's just, you know, it begs questions and oh, those yeah. questions need to be answered. And if you're Britney Spears and you've just come out of a, you know, problematic conservatorship for the last 14 years, I, you know, I hope anyway that she will continue to pay for her lawyers um, to go digging for this stuff because I would not be surprised if somebody was able to legally mm-hmm. determine that Jamie Spears did things with money that he was not supposed to do, or mm-hmm. at the very least, even, even if, again, we don't, I don't know the legalese, but just the appearance of this mm-hmm. seems to directly implicate Jamie Spears and possibly even Lou Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. None of it smells real good. No. It stinks. It's stinky. <laughs> but I'll tell you what does smell good. Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing she us all good. the dirt straight from Hollywood. We will catch up with her and a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071.